Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by co-host Cody Schultz. It's been a rough couple of months for TV fans. We've seen a number of big shows canceled recently. And every time it happens, fans of the canceled shows start petitions and social campaigns for Netflix to save their show. We've seen Netflix save shows in the past, so it makes sense. And it's worked out really well. Like I think that Lucifer is probably the best example of that. So today we just want to take a look at some of those canceled shows that Netflix should have saved this year. I think that we can get the show started with the number one show on Netflix over the last month and some change now, and that's Manifest. Cody, why hasn't Netflix saved Manifest? <laughs> this is this is the question I keep asking myself because it just makes no sense at all to me. So like, just for recap, for those who haven't been following the horror ordeal, um, yeah. basically it came, season one and two came to Netflix the day before the season three finale, which was just like random. There was no big promotion. It was just like, surprise, they're coming. Then they dropped. And then it was like, I think literally maybe two days after the season three finale aired, NBC cancels the show. And so it's like suddenly, of course, like the fans are like questioning. They left with a lot of cliffhangers, I should mention, too. Like Mm -hmm. season three wasn't intended to be the show's last. There were tons of cliffhangers. And so, of course, immediately everyone's looking to Netflix and like, can they save it? The show took off on Netflix. I mean, since it dropped, it's been in the top 10, usually at the number one or two spot. Um, right. I think it's not on number one, probably consistently. I feel like there could have been maybe one day that it maybe bumped to number two. But the fact that it's still trending so strong in the Netflix top 10, all of this time later, it's just like puzzling to me that Netflix has passed on it. Um, there was talks about they it was looking like they were reviewing things and then they just passed on it. And it's like, why? Like there was really like no clear explanation. And it just makes no sense to me, given how well this show is performing. It just seems like it would have been an easy sell. Yeah, I agree. I think the only thing that makes like maybe a little bit of sense is the fact that like Netflix also had to cancel some shows that had already been renewed because of like the rising production costs with like the, the pandemic. I mean, that's like the only reason that they wouldn't take a flyer and like at least look into it. Cause it happened so fast. Like it was like, it was added one day, maybe a couple weeks later, we found out that Netflix had passed already. And it's like, did they get enough time to gather enough data, like to look over the numbers? I'm sure that they did. I'm sure that, you know, like that Netflix would do their due diligence to figure out if it was going to make sense for them in terms of like profitability and all of that. But it just, feels weird i guess that's the best way to describe it and it's also it's just a bummer i hate when this happens and you know that the cast and the creative team is like still going so strong still out there you know trying to get the show picked up and it just doesn't seem like anything's going their way right now and that must be really tough um for them and then for fans of the show so i'm just sorry <laughs> i guess yeah i really have to 
the question because the weird thing about Manifest is season one and two was on Netflix, but season three is on Hulu. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. If like Netflix knew they couldn't maybe get the rights to season three. And so it would have been one of those like mm -hmm. weird things of like season one and two could have been there, but then, then they would have been jumping right to season four, which it just is one of those weird things. I think the promising thing for fans is it doesn't seem like the creator, Jeff Rake, is ready to give up hope and throw in the towel just yet. Mm -hmm. um, even though we know Netflix has passed on the show, he's still like, he gave it, I think it was with Entertainment Weekly, he did an interview and he basically is like, I'm still fighting and looking for other alternatives. I'm looking at maybe doing instead of like, originally he had envisioned a six season plan. And now he's like, I'm trying to see if maybe just a wrap up movie would be like an idea on the table. He kind of referenced like how Timeless did that, where they yeah. kind of did a two hour wrap up and kind of tied up the loose ends quickly. And so he's like kind of hinted that he's already kind of getting that idea in mind and putting pen to paper there. And it was interesting because he also kind of seemed like he's still pushing Netflix. Like he's not ready to let that ship sail just yet. Like yeah, out it again, like how the show's still like crushing it in their top 10. And so it's like, could there, like could Netflix come back to the table? I feel like they definitely like the fans have a strong fighter in Jeff Rake and the rest of the cast. Like they're ready to, it's not like they're throwing in the towel themselves. Like they're fighting for it. It's just going to be a matter of will studio or streaming service play ball with them. I know. And that's what I was looking at, you know, some of the other options in terms of what studios or, or streaming service could get involved. I think that it makes Netflix is the one that makes the most sense because you go down the line and it's like Peacock is already, you know, associated with NBC and stuff. Right. So that's probably out because that would have been like option one a, if not, you know, or one B for uh, saving the show. So then, you know, Hulu is like Disney owned mostly. So, you know, would, do they want to do that? I don't know. The other interesting one is HBO max. Cause this is a Warner brothers show. Correct. Yeah. This is Warner brothers television. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like that, that obviously the HBO max tie in there. So, I, I mean, I hope that Netflix would reconsider. I know that, it reminds me when Netflix canceled um, Sense8, the show, I can't even remember what year that was, but then there was so much like outcry and like fans really wanted another season and everything. And so Netflix kind of split the difference with like a, it was like a two to three hour like wrap up movie um, event. So, you know, that would be something that could be possible with Manifest. I, I don't know if it could be, but I mean, I hope so. Yeah. And I feel like it is promising the fact that NBC was the network who did give Timeless like the chance to do that wrap up movie right. thing. It's like they kind of set a precedent and showing like if they can get like the schematics and all the budget and whatnot worked out. Like that's something they've proven in the past. Like they're willing to entertain the idea and not just rule it out. So I think that's a positive sign for fans. It'll be interesting to see. I feel like of the canceled shows this year, Manifest definitely has got the most buzz, but it's definitely far from the last. And it's not just, I feel like NBC has really taken the hit here with some of their cancellations because another great show that was recently canceled was Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Um, canceled about a month after its season two finale, which this one, it was another one that kind of left it with a big cliffhanger. Um, and I know that's a tactic a lot of shows use just to try to get like another season. Yeah. It's like, if you leave the audience wanting more, of course, like they're mm -hmm. going to fight for it. Or if it kind of feels like a closed end, mm -hmm. like storyline, it's yeah, harder. Yeah. Like, I saw yeah, that. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, I do the same thing. It's like, I can take, it's like, do I want more episodes? Of course, but at least it feels like there's like some finality there. What's interesting with this one is, We've got a lot of buzz about like, will Netflix save Manifest? But there hasn't really been too, too much buzz about like, could Netflix save Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? I feel like there was like an initial reaction, right? Because the, yeah. the cancellation happened. But then Manifest's cancellation came so shortly after that, like the focus shift entirely to Manifest. And it helped that the show came to Netflix because Zoe's, of course, hasn't yet come to Netflix. 
it's one of those ones. I feel like it would fit Netflix's bill. Like it kind of feels like it could be like somewhat similar, maybe in like the same vein of like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like a high concept kind Mm -hmm. of comedy that has like those musical elements. Plus there's nothing really like it on Netflix right now. And so it would kind of be like a void. And it's not a show they have to dedicate like this long run to, like they don't have to be looking to get into it for like, you know, six, seven seasons. This is one they could easily save and do maybe like one, two, you know, three seasons, just something smaller to continue the story a little bit. But it's just weird that there hasn't really been any news about it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I haven't seen any updates. And even like, I haven't even seen the creative team or cast. I could be totally wrong. Like, you know, with the same fervor that like the Manifest team has uh, to get the show saved. But didn't Zoe's uh, playlist, wasn't it nominated for like a Emmy or a Golden Globe or something like that? Yeah, it was actually, I think it was the only, um, it's act, the lead actress, Jane Levy, was the only... Mm like actress from a broadcast, um, I think series, not just drama or or comedy. Yeah. I think she was like the only broadcast nominee to get any kind of nomination at the last round of Emmys. She of course didn't win, but the fact that she was basically the only nominated actress from an NBC comedy or, or drama for that matter, it's like when that, like, obviously the critics are looking, I'll be curious to see if we see a spike in this conversation because the Emmy nominations are going to be coming out. Um, I think they come right. out right in the middle of July. And if the critics show this one love and it picks up, you know, nominations, not just for one actress and like maybe it sneaks into like the best comedy race. I feel like right. that suddenly is going to make it a contention. Like people wouldn't want to like sleep on a show that's getting love from critics and has this potential. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I know that Netflix loves the the, the critical darlings. Uh, they like to <laughs> rack up the nominations. So hopefully that that, that could be uh, like, you know, be good for the show and Netflix saving it. I don't know. The other one, the one that I think the one that I was most surprised with even more than manifest. Cause I didn't really know about manifest before this whole like Netflix drama unfolded. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't know that it was so popular was good girls, which I knew was popular because it's been on Netflix for years now. And people really, really like it. Anytime that a new season hits Netflix, it's like, boom, right into the top 10. And it was even before Netflix even had the top 10, it was just like very easy to see that like people love this show. And so when it's been on the chopping block, I mean, I could be wrong. It was last season. It wasn't on the chopping block too. And it got renewed. And then it was like, okay, this might be the end of the run. But for months it was like, you know, we weren't sure about good girl season five. And then NBC canceled it, you know, so late, it seems like, you know, and the weird thing about it was in the initial report that it was canceled, the next, like the second paragraph was like, and no, it's not coming to Netflix. So it's like, they like got ahead of that. Like, I think that this one, is this universal? Yeah, so Good Girls is, is universal television, which I think played like a big factor into why Netflix like isn't saving Good Girls. <laughs> but right. it was, it was like so harsh. Like it wasn't just that fans <laughs> got hit with the cancellation news. Like when it broke, I think it came from like TV line and deadline. Like they both initially like in the report was, I can't remember the exact phrasing of this headlines, but it was like good girls canceled Netflix, not saving. Like they made sure fans knew like right away, <laughs> sorry, don't start the campaign. Netflix isn't going to come in and save the day yeah. in this one. And it just felt like awkward too. Like they didn't even give that fans like that ounce of hope that there could be like a save. It was just like, this is yeah. it. This is like literally it. Netflix <laughs> isn't coming in, like swooping in to save the day with this one. Right. And it's just funny too. Cause like man, like say hashtag save manifest is like still going very strong. Hashtag save Zoe's playlist. Like that happened. That was trending when it was canceled. I think that there's probably still people trying to save it out there on Twitter. I didn't see any, I mean, I did see some, hashtag save good girls, but it was never like, 
I mean, it was like, all right, well, like we can't really, they already said no. So it's just weird. It's a weird thing. I've never, yeah. I haven't seen it happen like that before. I could be wrong, but uh, why do you think that Good Girls is, uh, that Netflix isn't saving it? Yeah, so I think the real reason Netflix isn't saving Good Girls is just because it, this was a universal television like series. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, of course, NBC Universal. They're in the same, you know, it's a brand thing. And if NBC isn't saving it, they I think they talked about like they looked at Peacock and decided that wasn't going to be a move. So right. instead of even bother shopping the show, they're just like, that's it. It's the end, which I feel like it's a disservice to fans. It's like if you want it, like if Netflix would have been interested, what's the harm of shopping it? And the show right. continues for like one or two more seasons. It's like, just because you're the studio that owns it, it's like, why not take it out there and shop it? And it's like, if Netflix says, hey, we really want this show, like give them the option. But it was kind of like that harsh thing of just like, nope, we decided to end it. That's it. There's no like review period. We've like made our verdict and that's it. Yeah, that's the that's the weird thing to me that they uh, didn't even give Netflix a shot because as we've seen with like Lucifer, I mean, I don't know. The studio still makes money off of Lucifer, I would assume you know, for the show, the seasons being on Netflix. So I don't know. I guess we can move on from this one. So those first three were NBC shows. So sorry for NBC fans. These were the ones too, that were like on the chopping block for a long time. We knew that it was going to be kind of like pulling teeth to find out whether these ones were going to be canceled or not, because they weren't part of the initial renewal round. And then they kind of just said like, we don't know which as we've talked about before, anytime that they say we don't know, and it's not like a solid yes is always like, uh Oh, but I guess another one that was canceled after quite a few seasons was uh, MacGyver on CBS, which I mean, Netflix, I don't know if they've saved a CBS show before. I could be wrong on that, but I, I don't know if it's something with that. But yeah, that was canceled after five seasons. So any thoughts on, on what happened with this one? Yeah, so I feel like it's unfortunate, but I think we have seen like the last of MacGyver. I don't mm-hmm. think any seasons, I could be wrong, but I don't think they're streaming on Netflix. I think they're all streaming on Paramount+. Yeah. Plus. This was one that they technically announced it as like the final season, but I don't think it got like a proper send off. Like from what Mm -hmm. I, this isn't a show I follow, but just like looking at like with the fans, it seems like they really want it more. It was a weird one because it's been like a solid performer on Friday nights. Um, It's like a lead in there to uh, Magnum PI and then Blue Bloods. And it ranked like right in the middle of the pack for CBS again. So it's not like it's ratings took a sharp hit. Like it ranked higher than some shows that did get renewed. But I, the thing that I don't think is going to help Netflix, like why they probably passed it is, there's been a fan campaign, but they've been focusing all their efforts on CBS. Like they haven't really gone and like Netflix saved this show or Mm -hmm. Hulu saved this show. It's all been on CBS and it's, it doesn't look likely that CBS is going to reverse course and and bring the show back for a sixth season. This could have been one that, you know, it's got that action kind of element that could have worked well for Netflix, but I just don't see this one coming back. I think it's, Probably one of those ones that'll just go out. And five seasons, not, you know, that's nothing to scoff out of. That's a good run. Sure, maybe it didn't go out exactly how they planned, but it's it's one of those ones that of the this list, I feel like has the least potential to maybe come back. Yeah, and it's weird. I feel like that with Netflix shows, like obviously I love Netflix original programming, but I feel like that they don't really have like a like an answer to like the broadcast drama model, which are like you know, the most popular shows, even, you know, um, I'm trying to think of it a good example. Um, you would probably know more than me, but like, they're the most watched shows. I mean, like uh, they, Netflix has never really done a good, like medical drama say like, they're not, they're not going for a Grey's Anatomy type show, which is just weird to me because, you know, looking at like popular shows, I mean, we've seen so many medical dramas, but just like Grey's Anatomy ER, like the first that come to mind, it's like, 
on Netflix, those shows, I mean, Grey's Anatomy is one of the most popular shows on Netflix. So maybe they're not trying to compete, but you think that they could just like, you like Grey's Anatomy, you're going to love this other medical drama. I don't know. And so like with a show like MacGyver, like I think that they could use a show like that in, in the, the queue. So people could, uh, you know, when they're not watching anything that they always have something to watch. I don't know. I know it's expensive though. That's the big thing. I guess we're, we're getting close to the end here, but another one that was canceled, I think kind of surprisingly, I didn't see, it was not on my radar of canceled shows just because of how big the cast is and or how big the names are in this cast. So that's uh, Prodigal Son, which was canceled by Fox after two seasons. It has Tom Payne, Michael Sheen, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Bellamy Young in the cast. Have you heard anything about Netflix saving this one? Yeah, this one's one of those interesting ones. So the first, it sounds like the first place they went to was HBO Max. And that makes sense because this is a Warner Brothers produced show as well. Right. I mm-hmm. think this one is on HBO Max. Unlike Manifest, it's, um, I think both seasons are on there. So it just felt like a first pick, but they passed on it. And so it was like, well, what's next? And I feel like since there's not been any strong connection of like, is Netflix in contention? All that they've kind of said is that they're going to shop it around. I think right. we could see like, of course, we always come back to Lucifer and it's just hard not to be because it has been their most successful save. And that one did come from Warner Brothers CV. I feel like this one could possibly work. It's it's kind of in the same vein of Lucifer in that it's a procedural, but with the twist. And so it's not just like your straight up like case of the week kind of thing. There's like, like that right. twist there with having like the serial killer kind of aspects of all things. And so I feel like it could be one that would work for Netflix. And like you kind of said, like we don't only really see some of these like classic TV troops um, on Netflix. Like they seem to go with like a lot of the more unique programming which is what makes the program so special but it is it's one of those ones where i feel like all we heard was hbo max passed now we're shopping it but we haven't heard anything since so we you know could it pop up possibly like i feel like designated survivor is a great example of a sleeper mm-hmm. like there wasn't really like a lot of buzz and then suddenly netflix was like surprise <laughs> we saved this one for season three so i'll be curious to see like you said though it has a big cast so i feel like the cast like the names there mm-hmm. could be a draw for them. Yeah. The, the one thing I'm wondering about is like the cost. Like, is this an expensive show to make? Because you have a lot of famous people who have been in a lot of shows. And when you have a lot of famous people who've been in a lot of shows, typically they make a lot of money. But I don't know. That's just like how it goes. Usually this could be an interesting play if Netflix doesn't get involved. I was looking at Amazon because Amazon doesn't have the ties, you know, that like say WB does to HBO Max or anything. They don't really have that like feeder studio so how do they get involved they've saved shows in the past and i think that it could play really well with like against some of the other stuff they've got coming up with like the wheel of time lord of the rings like um like you said the procedural with the twist is interesting and amazon has made more shows like this than netflix so i'm wondering if there's a home there we we get a lots of messages every day being like netflix please save this and we're like first of all we're not netflix but you you know we like to see the enthusiasm it's great uh, but has- yeah, hashtag save prodigal son is still doing well online. I've noticed. I think, yeah, we are close to out of time. So should we do the last one? The last one is rebel. And this is probably the other ones. Like there's been a clear existing fan base. The show definitely like uh, in, in a manifest analogy, the plane took off. <laughs> it's just, you know, soaring. It's going to land at some point and then it gets canceled. Rebel. I'm this is, this is one still waiting to, leave the uh to pull away from the gate i think right (laughs) yeah this one never really had that chance to fly um and it just was exactly 
it, it was canceled after five episodes, which was a very big like shock to the cast and the creative team. Um, like right after it was canceled, they like came out and were like, "Why ABC? Like you, you know, the ratings they weren't the, the strongest, um, but they were solid. Like they were, they were consistent across the episodes, which I feel mm-hmm. like is like the biggest thing is like is there consistency? If the audience isn't falling off, obviously there's an audience, and it's just a matter of like building it. But ABC like had other plans. They canceled it after five mm-hmm. episodes. And it's just one of those ones that I feel like of the crowd, we haven't really seen like a fight from it. Like the cast came out, uh, Katie Seagal came out and like said something, Chris Vernoff, who's, she works on Grey's Anatomy and Station 19, kind of like came out and was like, why this, this show was like, it had so much potential. We thought you had like a good feeling about it. We felt like we had support and like suddenly you pulled the rug out from underneath us. But then from there, we haven't really heard, like, there wasn't, like, a big thing of, like, we're going to go shopping yeah. somewhere else. So it feels like this one's done. Um, the fact that there's, like, that tie to, like, Krista, um, Krista Vernoff, like, that could have been Netflix's in just because Grey's Anatomy has been such a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems like there could have been potential. I don't know if this one came from the Shondaland banner, so to speak. Um, right. Like it was a Shondaland produced one. I just know it came from, um, like I said, her. And so it's probably, I don't think we will see Rebel again. It's just, I think one of those like unfortunate ones that got lost in the, a very crowded cancellation heavy spring where we had so many like shockers coming through. And then this one was kind of like a blip on the radar, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's just, it has to ha- be to do with the pandemic. I feel like they, if it's like, if the shows and stuff aren't performing that they're probably too expensive to make or maybe that, you know, something like that. I feel like that that's like the only reason. Cause like, why would you, if, if you're behind a show and it's performing okay and it's consistent for five episodes, why would you not at least see it through to see, you know, what's going to happen? I wonder like, this is one that like, you know, the C I could see like the CW being like, you know how the CW's done that in the past? Like they've done like a shows from, I think mostly it's like Canadian dramas and stuff that they end up buying for like a full season. It's like, they could, they could uh, add the rest of it. That's not going to happen, but I wish that it would. Yeah. This one, it's definitely one of those unfortunate ones, but who knows, maybe we'll see it drop on, on Netflix and it'll have a spike and people buzz about it a little bit. Cause I mean, we've seen that like Baker and the beauty. Uh, I think that's yeah. the right phrasing. I always mix that one up with the beauty and the Baker, just kind of switching. Yeah, the I don't, the angle. yeah, exactly. I think that you got it right the first time that one, I think that was only like nine episodes and was canceled. Right. And then mm-hmm. it got on Netflix and there was some buzz and it sounds like that they were looking into bringing it back or something like that. So maybe that's probably best case scenario for rebel is that it hits number one on Netflix. I don't know if it has the same charm, but we'll see. Any last thoughts? Anyone, if you had to pick one, I guess, which one would you want to come back manifest for me? It's, it's Zoe's playlist. Um, oh, okay. yeah. I, I'm a personal, <laughs> fan, it's a, I'm a fan of that show. I feel like it's just like one of those lighthearted dramas too. Like it's got the fun, like the musical, the comedy, I, there's nothing really like it on air. And so I'm just bummed that NBC passed on that one. Cause I feel like it was one of those like hidden gems that just didn't get right. the bump that it should have. That's fair. I mean, I don't watch any of these, but uh good girls probably would be the one that I would pick. Cause I know that it's popular on Netflix, but I don't know. Probably won't happen. Well, I guess we know that that one won't happen. So uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. 